Welcome back everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Summit. Again, I'm Vicki Nettling, your host for today and have an exciting lineup of 14 excellent speakers. And next up, I'm so excited to have Libby Jason on. Let me tell you a little bit about Libby. Libby is the in the business of enhancing women's self-worth as an author, speaker, image stylist, and confidence builder, Libby has been the exclusive stylist for a $7 million business owner's mastermind attendees. Libby holds a bachelor's degree in business, previously co-owned a fashion boutique in Newport Beach, and has a 22-year background in skincare and cosmetics. Libby also owned a tabletop design company for 13 years, servicing high-end referral-only clients, such as Baseball's Mark McGuire, Music's Destiny's Child, and California Governor and Senator staff and cabinet members. Very impressive. Please welcome Libby Jason to the stage. Hi, Libby. Hi, Vicki. How are you? I'm doing awesome. It is so great to have you on as our first guest for the day. And I wanted to um, just ask you to tell everybody where you're calling in from. Okay. Thank you, Vicki. This is so exciting. I love leadership conferences. Um, I actually am originally from the West Coast. I moved to Tennessee. And right now I am currently in Atlanta. Awesome. And so that makes us neighbors <laughs> here in Atlanta. So I want you just to, I gave you a great background, but just share a little bit of why you've got into doing this. What's your reason for being so passionate about what you do today? Thank you, Vicki. And that was a great intro. I appreciate it. You know, uh, a couple of things. First of all, my mom and dad were professional dancers. They were in New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles. And my mom was an original fashionista. And she was the one that pretty much taught me about accessorizing and colors and putting things together and quality and how to know how to how to really put together a look. So I really credit a lot from her. Um, I believe God has blessed me with certain gifts and talents to share the world. And I believe that women are amazing. Yeah. And I see so many women that are entrepreneurs, maybe they're in a corporate business, and they have a message to share, but their visibility mm -hmm. isn't showing up yeah. the way that they need to, to get that message out and to share their passion and their expertise with other people. Right. And for years, I have done so many different things that have all kind of related to women and working with women and empowering women. And I thought, you know what? This is a way that I can help women step up, feel confident, shine in their own worth. And that's, I, I, it, when you look good, you feel good. And that's what I love to create. That's so true. I used to always say it whenever I was working in the corporate world, when I felt the worst, you know, when I was sick and still had to go to work, that's whenever I piled on the makeup, 
put on my best dress because I didn't want to look as bad as I felt. And sometimes those were the days that you looked your best because you put the extra effort in. I, I never wanted everyone to know that I wasn't on my top game. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So you have some books and I would love for you to just start out telling us a little about your books and then we can get into the meat of, you know, how you can help people. Oh, sure. Um, well, my first book that I wrote, and it's funny when people write a first book, you learn so much yes. <laughs> what to do, what not to do. And I believe one of our speakers today is going to be talking about books. So uh, definitely, if you're mm -hmm. watching, pay attention to that. And it is uh, fashion and style tips for the ageless woman. Oh. And that is pretty much um, geared around a woman maybe that's over 45, because newsflash, our body changes and I don't know what it is. I just can't wear what I used to wear when I was 20. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and so it's, um, uh, it's called Style Reinventionist and it's available on my website. Fantastic. And yet, you know, there's no rule that says once you get over 40 that you should start to forget about that people are looking at you, watching you, then yeah. you don't have to be dowdy or whatever, you know, what? have For fun sure. with it. No you don't don't look like you're 20 because you're not, you're but not. but do what flatters your body. And I think that's where you can help people is to help them find their genius in their clothing selections, as well as styling, jewelry, haircut, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the top three mistakes that we find ourselves making men and women when it comes to um, that this persona, this this image that we're putting out there every day of our lives? Well, I think, first of all, understanding that what you are putting out there is not to, we're not here to like impress people or look like the Vogue magazine uh, <laughs> models or anything. It's to create a connection and your connection and communication and people are drawn to mm -hmm. someone who looks maybe more well put together, whether it's a Zoom call or a networking group, you can, you want to be drawn to that person and go, oh, hmm, wow, she looks very professional. He looks really stylish. You know, that's, that's somebody I want to get to know. And then that starts your conversation. So it's your approach, really. And I would say the first three things, the, the very first one would be fit and proportion. Mm. And very often, it's it's a disproportion of a particular outfit that a woman tries to wear, and it just it isn't balanced with her body, or it isn't appropriate for her shape. And that proportion can make an absolute huge difference in not only how the garment fits, but how she uh, how she presents herself. So, mm -hmm. fit in proportion, and proportion, and knowing the very specific measurements for each individual body is going to make a huge difference. So that would be number one. Number two would be color credibility because color is such, it's such an emotional magnet. You know, when I, um, you talked about when you, you know, get dressed up and put on extra makeup because you weren't feeling well, I know that if I am wearing say, my red power suit or something. I feel yeah. empowered. My performance is different. My approach mm -hmm. is different. 
my confidence is different. I feel powerful. And then there's days where I would just like have a nice <laughs> and just be relaxed and, you know, easygoing. And so color, uh, color's energy, color is magnetic, whether you are in person or even on a Zoom call. Yeah. I know I can, some things that I could wear in person, they're, I mean, they're fine. But if I wear them on a Zoom call, it's a whole different response. So um, fit and proportion, uh, color credibility. And I would say the third one would be finding your style. Yeah. Because style is who you are. Mm. And fashion is how you express it. So those would be my top three. You know, when you talk about fit, you often find people that are so self-conscious about it and that so that they'll wear things that are baggy mm -hmm. because they think that that's hiding things. And so talk to us a little bit about that myth of doing the baggy versus a, think, a good fit. Well, first of all, I don't think in the hundreds of women I have worked with, I have never found any woman who is genuinely gung-ho about their body. I mean, <laughs> from, it's, it's, and it's typically the stomach or the booty or something in that area. <laughs> and so there's a tendency to cover up. Hey, I don't, I mean, I have nothing wrong with, with cover-ups because I get cold. So sometimes I like to have a little cover-up, but when it becomes almost like a camouflage, mm -hmm. we want to, not that we want to emphasize the areas that we don't like, right. but it's almost redirecting the eye to, to another place, mm -hmm. a place that is more favorable. Um, it could be if, say, uh, someone has something where they, they're, they're kind of all wrapped up, all right? And a lot of times I have women say, oh, I, I just wouldn't wear a belt. Well, it depends on your shape because I have seen women that definitely can wear belts and you do not have to have the hourglass figure or anything else. You don't have to look like Barbie, but you can wear a belt. You need to know the proportion of the belt, what mm -hmm. type of belt, where to wear it, or other things that you can do that will change the dimension and the proportion of the cover-up that you're wearing to emphasize more flattering areas of your body as opposed to ones that you don't want to share. Perfect. So how how you in how you look really is impacting your brands. A lot of the people that are out there are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, even small business owners. And you talked about walking into that room and commanding it with, you know, how you look and how you feel, how you act. But yes. talk about how how you look should be aligned with your brand and how that makes you more marketable. Absolutely. Because we are our marketing. So you can have a great website, a wonderful blog, a good business card, whatever, but people are going to buy you first. So things need to be in alignment. For example, sometimes on a Zoom, 
you know, we have the little avatars of, of who we are before we actually get on video. And I ask women, does, does your avatar, does it align with how you look now? The message that you want to send, is there a congruency between your website, your branding, how you show up? So if someone looked at you, would they say, this is a professional, well put together person that looks like she means business. And what happens is when you can get that alignment, and as I said, it's not, you're not showing off, you're just showing up as your best self. And it'll affect your income. It'll affect your credibility, your trustworthiness, your confidence, and and actually self-care also because you it can boost your mental health. And mm-hmm. all of those things put together give you a presence and the whole persona of someone who is ready to communicate with other people, whether it's in business or in a relationship. Yeah, and if you think of the business cards of... Uh-huh of, of the past, uh, you know, some people aren't using business cards anymore, but for, for me, uh, as an example, when I change my hair, mm-hmm. I change my business card, you know, I change my online profiles to match this new look Yay. because I want, when you see that and you see me, you see the confidence I have in what I look and what, and how I feel type of thing where I have seen so many people where their pictures are from years ago. <laughs> and so then it, that like, even though it's a simple thing, but it almost makes you not like and trust them as much because, you know, why aren't you showing me how you are today? So if you could speak to that. True. That is true. Um, and I know this is the age, uh, especially for the millennials where it's digital business cards. I, You know what? I'm just not one of those <laughs> I like the regular business cards, first of all, because it helps my memory. And the older I get, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, But I also, I look at the quality of the card. They do something very inexpensive to get it out. Now, I get it. And you're just starting your business and and you're just getting going. There's so many things you want to work on. But I do look at that. And I do look, is the image that's on there, is that reflective of where you are today? And that may mean, as you said, it may mean uh, maybe every couple of years you do, you do uh, enhance that. And it's all just part of putting everything together to put your best foot forward. Super, super. So whenever you approach someone, you know, let's just talk about how, how was that? that first meeting you have with them. Let's, let's peel away at the onion here. So I'm going to be just chatting with you about my um, image. How are you helping? How are you directing that conversation to make me feel at ease? Well, first of all, um, I always start with asking a lot of questions because I do not, I don't want anyone to feel like they're uh, judged or criticized or uh, self-confident, you know, the word I'm looking for. I don't want them to ever feel so uncomfortable that they can't come to me and say, you know, 
I you know, I, I need some help. Will you help me? And I pretty much find out where they are and, and where they want to go. And I can give them some resources because I don't just work with the clothes. I feel like the personal development is so important because otherwise it's just pretty close. And I don't say, okay, well, I'm going to sell you all these clothes and you're going to walk out. And <laughs> you know, it may be hair, it may be makeup, uh, it may be skincare, wardrobing. It could be all kinds of different things. But to me, if I don't add in the personal development parts, like how talk, let's talk about how you are as a woman. How do you feel as a woman? What yeah. do you share with the world? What is your message? Why is this important to you? Um, I really get into getting to know who they are. Yeah. We do anything because otherwise it's, you know, I'm not serving them to the best of their ability. And I think that's really important because you can know what would look great on them, mm-hmm. but you, you really need to understand them because they won't wear mm-hmm. it just because you said, or they won't change their makeup or change their hair or change the way they carry themselves just because you said it. Right. You have to really gain their trust sure. and be able to explain why. Mm-hmm. And, and then also let them see the difference wear yeah. those clothes. I used to, do you, do you remember the show what not to wear? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that I was addicted to for <laughs> years and years because I loved how, you know, the person, the people always didn't want to change, didn't want to, didn't see a need. And then right. you, it was almost like this butterfly coming out of a cocoon where when they embraced the change, embrace mm-hmm. their new look, and saw how people reacted to them mm-hmm. in this new look. It was a different person. Mm-hmm. Their their right. total structure changed, yeah. and their confidence was so apparent. Absolutely. The one thing about the show, and I loved the show also. The one thing that never resonated with me is I do wardrobe audits for people. And that it, that actually takes several hours. I have no emotional attachment to their clothing. I'm there to serve them. And the thing with the show that did bother me is I felt there was a lot of shaming yeah. in that. And nobody wants to feel that way at all. So yeah. that is probably the one thing I thought, mm, I could have done without that. And let's just turn them loose in New York and go shopping. I mean, they were like, Oh my gosh. And <laughs> no. most of my clients went shopping in the first place and that yeah. sent them over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me going to Ikea. It's like, oh my God, there's so many, so many things. I don't know what to start, where I to know. start. Oh, yeah. so cool. But it is, it is very true that um, you do need to audit your closet. <laughs> and if you're not using somebody like Libby, then try to do it yourself, but you know, there's like, oh, there's a dress. I have a dress that I, I got married on, um, a, a second time on my, I guess it was my fifth year anniversary on a cruise and it's a killer dress. I cannot wear that dress again. Yeah. And my, I, my daughter could, but it's not the style she, so why am I holding on to this dress? It's like giving them our old China. 
you know, <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> I know. I know. I have, I've had that little uh, discussion with myself as well. <laughs> well, this is so cool. Um, it is time now for you to start to tell us a little bit about what your free gift is for all our attendees and um, how they can use it. Well, thank you. First of all, I find so many women have trouble accessorizing. So, and putting an outfit together and feeling like they have really completed something and then, and they don't, a lot of times just don't know how. So my free gift is four secrets to creating a winning outfit. And it'll awesome. be a step-by-step guide to show you how to do that. Perfect. So we have four steps or to four create secrets. it's four secrets but four secrets to creating a winning uh, outfit mm -hmm. and so you want to go ahead and grab that but for those of you that have already up, like, updated your upgraded to a vip then you can take advantage of this but wait those of you that have not yet will go ahead and drop a vip link in for you to be able to go ahead and upgrade so that you can get this next gift. And what is your VIP gift? Um, my VIP gift is a 45 minute style strategy with me where we will talk one-on-one -on -one and I will find out what you need the most, uh, kind of some blocks that may be getting in your way, um, where you want to go from there. And if I have resources that can help you, I'm more than happy to share them. So great. Yes. So again, if you've not upgraded to VIP, this is just one of 14 gifts that you can get, as well as you'll get the recording of this. So say you didn't take notes, <laughs> you can listen back to this recording and get some of these great tips that Libby has shared today. So Libby, what would your final thoughts be for our audience today? Uh, my final thought would really be to think about what is the lifetime value of confidence, because it will affect every area of your life. So really think about that. Where do you want to be in your life? What is your purpose? Who are you serving? And what is the lifetime value of that? Awesome. The lifetime value. Oh, yes, ma'am. So uh, what do they say, the MasterCard commercials? It is priceless. Thank you so much for being a wonderful guest today. It has been just a joy. And as always, I appreciate you giving us your time, your expertise, and your smile. Thanks so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. Thanks.